Hello, welcome, and would you look at this mess? I'm your host, Kate, and the purpose of this podcast is to trace, explore, and celebrate the unconventionality that lives within all of us. Hello, hi, welcome back. I feel like Nina just sneezed as I turned the recording on there, so bless you, Nina. Um, so I took a poll on my personal Instagram account today, or this week, I guess, yesterday, uh, to establish what to talk about on the pod this week, and the options were uh, our wedding, <laughs> or gun control in America. <laughs> and um, I was a little bit surprised, actually, that people seemed to really favor the wedding. So I'm going to talk about both of these things at some stage. Um, and I felt like the gun control was a bit timely because uh, very recently there have been a couple of really awful mass shootings in America. But we're going to hold off on that one. Um and talk about it maybe next week. So this week, we're going to talk about something a little bit more lighthearted and a bit more fun, and that is our wedding. So I want to start from the beginning, really. Um, not the not the real beginning, not like us dating, but like the engagement, because um, I, I love telling our engagement story. I feel like it's so fun, and it's like it's plain and simple in some ways, but also really fun in other ways. So just one second. I'm finishing my coffee. Um, Okay, so I guess, you know, I can say that like Nick and I dated for, I don't even know, I want to say either five or seven years before we got engaged. Maybe it was five years before engaged and then seven when we got married or something like that. But anyway, um, as of May of this year, we are entering our 15th year together, which feels unbelievable. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm 18 still, so how could I possibly have been in a relationship for 15 years, you know? Um, which I, I suppose it's great that, that so that's the feeling I have because it could be much worse if I feel like, oh, yes, it's definitely been 15 years. No, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like we're still kids. Um, anyway, so we were living in Thunder Bay when we got engaged in 2012-ish. Um, he actually, he proposed to me on New Year's Eve and it wasn't like a proper proposal. We, so we had gone home. So I, like I said, we were living in Thunder Bay, but we had gone home, um, to Hamilton. We were in Toronto that night. Um, we went a little early in, in earlier in the evening, um, to have dinner together. And then we were going to see the, the musical Hair with his parents, which is very memorable for me because <laughs> I didn't know that there was a full frontal male nudity scene in that play. And so I got to enjoy that with my in-laws, like almost in the front row. <laughs> so not that I'm a prude, but there are some things that like you just don't really expect that you're going to experience with your in-laws, things like that. Um, anyway, so we all took it actually quite well. 
I think actually they knew that though, because I feel like they had said that they wanted to see this musical because they had seen it in the 70s or something like that, and they wanted to see it again. So like they didn't prepare me. Anyways, doesn't matter. This is a real sidestep. I just thought that was funny. Nina. Excuse me. <laughs> She's looking at me like, can I, can I scratch? I, I have an itch over here. She's like, her leg is up by her head. Um, so anyway, he proposed to me in the restaurant. We went out for dinner and we, or sorry, we went out to see the show and we kind of told his parents, you know, like we're engaged or whatever. Um, but it was honestly so ambiguous. Like I, I can't remember what the words were that he used, but he said something along the lines of like, you know, we should talk about our future together or something like that. I don't remember. Um, but it definitely wasn't like a full on proposal. He didn't have a ring at the time. So it was essentially just the question of like, did you did you want to stay together forever? <laughs> Is that something that you would be interested in? And I was like, yeah. So then, you know, I said to him, okay, so does this mean that I can like announce it on Facebook? And he said, yeah, I guess so. So I posted on my Facebook, you know, my news feed, um, I'm engaged. And then I tried to write something like, yes, you read that right, but then I misspelled the word you, and so I look back at it now, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was a train wreck. So that was like the official announcement, but there was no ring, it, so it was just more of like a, an acknowledgement that at some stage we were going to have a wedding, and we were planning to stay together forever. So that was that. Um, <clears throat> a full year passes and we went back to Toronto again the following year for Christmas and um, we were planning to meet my girlfriend Louise who I had gone to goldsmithing school with in Toronto her and her <clears throat> her boyfriend at the time now husband baby daddy whatever walk them on they live they live in downtown Toronto so uh, upon realizing that I was going to be in Toronto um, I think this was on Christmas Eve, actually, was was when we met up with them. I, I reached out to her and I said, hey, we're going to be in Toronto. Did you want to go to have some lunch? And she says, yeah, of course, I would love to. You know, Walk and I will meet you there or whatever. And so we, we just, I said, why don't we go to I Heart Sushi because we used to love to go there. Um, she said, that's great. We'll meet you there at, at whatever time. So I thought that was fine. And then, and then we were there and we were having lunch and she had been very awkward. And the thing is, like, Louise is kind of sometimes an awkward person anyway. Like, she's just the most adorable person, and I love her to death. But sometimes she just she's just like, uh, uh. <laughs> so she had been kind of awkward. And then she got really awkward, and I was like, what is going on? And she tried to, like, slide a box to Nick, but it was very obvious. And everybody was just like, this is, anyways, it was an awkward moment. But it turned out that... Nick had prearranged with Louise to meet at this restaurant at that time. So it was just so weird that like I because I had said to him the night before, I said, oh, we should talk. I should get in touch with Louise and try to make a plan with her. But he had already made plans <laughs> to go to that very place um, because he had her make my engagement ring. 
and then ultimately we had our, our wedding rings made by her as well. And so when we were there, she was trying to slide him the box with the ring in it or try to like pass it off somehow um, secretly. But I, I feel like that failed, <laughs> but whatever. So it was just, it was so, so fun and exciting. And I loved it because I, my one of my best friends got to be there. And, you know, so he gave me this beautiful ring, um, which is like a braided gold and it has a beautiful emerald in it. And uh, anyway, so that was really special. And also just in my in my mind, I thought it was so funny that like that's just how it worked out. And we had a good laugh about that after. So that was in December. And I again, I think, oh, man, I think it was December going into like December 2012 going into 2013 so the the new year that year would have been 2013 um, because that's when I did actually start trying to plan a wedding and it was so overwhelming from the get-go and I remember just feeling like I don't think I'm ever going to pull this off, you know and so actually I think I feel like maybe I tried to do some planning the previous year and kind of got lost in it and whatever and and I definitely like we actually we we had we had picked a date at some point I'm trying to think oh man my timelines on things sometimes are really awful um but I remember I remember a lot of things in relation to what was happening on Facebook dear god um because I made Facebook statuses about how, yeah, well, eventually someday we're going to get married and it's going to be on the planet Earth. And like, that's the, that's the basic details that we have for a wedding thus far. And we're feeling very pressured internally. Nobody externally was applying this pressure that I can think of. Um, but I was feeling pressured internally to plan it and have it done and make it beautiful. And like, then I started thinking about the money of everything costing, you know, the flowers and photographer and dress and venue. And, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, how are we ever going to pay for something like this? I just, I really distanced myself from it because I was nervous about how we were going to pay, um, what the reality was if we were going to have to borrow money from, say, his parents and like what level of control they were going to have over it, like all of these things. So... I became super indecisive, couldn't make any decisions, and then he didn't care. Like, he is just that typical guy who, I I mean, he did care about some stuff, but, like, he didn't really have to be involved in planning until it got to a certain stage, right? Or, like, he wouldn't have cared about the flowers or the shoes or the dress or any of that stuff. Certain things that he did care about were the, the location, that kind of thing. Anyway, so we were just at a, a stall out. And again, like I said, we did pick a date. I feel like we picked somewhere in 2014 or 2015. And that was giving me enough birth to like take my time to plan it. Um, I couldn't even, honestly, I couldn't even decide what color scheme I wanted to have. Did I want to have deep purple and turquoise? Or do I really want to go like a teal and pink root? Like, I, I couldn't couldn't decide. Um, Again, very overwhelmed by it. And it didn't feel right. So that was kind of the first kind of, I don't know, glimpse into us going in a different route for this whole thing. So um, then 
in about February of 2013. February, I don't know how I, why I just said it like that. Anyway, middle of February 2013, we were at a Wendy's in Thunder Bay. And I was kind of confiding in Nick how stressed and overwhelmed I felt I felt about planning a wedding. And he suggested maybe just not having a big wedding, like not doing it as a real thing and just and, and just eloping instead. Straight up just going to City Hall and eloping. And I was like, oh yes, that is a good idea. We need to do that. And so initially we had thought we would elope in Thunder Bay. We were gonna try and do it reasonably quickly. Um and it turned out that it's still because I mean the biggest thing I think for us at the time was the cost. We were still an undergrad. We had no money. Like we were literally living off of student loans for the entire year. <laughs> There's no way we were funding an entire wedding on that on that um, amount of money. That the the money that we did not have. So um, we decided again we were going to elope. We looked into actually doing that and it turned out that it, it also comes at a cost and so it was going to cost us anywhere from like $350 to $500 just to elope to get an officiant um, to get the paperwork etc and so then we kind of took a step back and we were like well it's still going to cost us like I mean that's $500 for an entire wedding is real cheap but we were like okay well it's not going to be zero dollars it's not going to cost us nothing to do that so maybe we should just step it up just a notch from there and actually do a thing for the for this this wedding but not a proper wedding so then we kind of found our middle ground and that's when we started to just we decided that we were going to include family um, initially we were just going to have like witnesses and then we were like, okay, no, we, we, we're going to, we're going to include our parents. We're going to include our siblings to what, whatever extent we can. And we're going to set it for a date and we're going to do it at home. So again, still living in Thunder Bay at the time, um, we had to plan to do it in Hamilton. We, somewhere along the way, Nick suggested that we do it at the public park, um, Gage Gore Park. I always get the two screwed up. It's not Gage Park. Gore Park in Hamilton, which is like a little park right in the middle of King Street in downtown Hamilton. Um, so he suggested that. I thought that was great. There's this beautiful fountain there. Then we could go to the Sheraton, which is also on King Street, about a block from the park. Um, so we kind of had some things, you know, like coming together and, and so, so <laughs> this is where I, I don't know, I find this funny. Like these are all Nick's ideas, right? Like I kind of feel like I needed him to make some of those decisions for the, the quote unquote real wedding that I was attempting to plan, but I, he just, that stuff he couldn't be bothered with. Um, but I needed that kind of insight before. So anyway, he gave me that insight with this one, with this new plan, which is something that we were both really on board with. So we decided to go to Gore Park. Uh, we decided to do it at the Sheridan. <clears throat> and the reason we landed on the date we did, we got married on June the 22nd of 2013. Um, the reason we landed on that date is because it's the only date we could come up with where everybody could be where we needed them to be. The people who were most important, meaning me and him and our parents. Those were the most important people. My mom was working, fit, was working shift work. Uh, she still does. But anyway, she was working odd days. So finding a date where everybody was available was um, a challenge. <laughs> and I've always felt a little bit of guilt because my 
brother had been planning his wedding for August of that summer for a while. And I felt like maybe I stole a bit of his thunder by getting married first. <laughs> but I don't I don't know if he if he's ever like cared about that. I have no idea. I've never really asked him. Um, and then my stepdad was also getting married <laughs> like I don't know, a couple of weeks after our wedding too. So it was, it was a big summer for us. Um, anyway, so that's how we selected our date. Cause I feel like I wouldn't have chosen to get married in June if I, if I had been pl- like, again, planning a proper wedding. Um, it's not my favorite date. And honestly, it's funny because I didn't realize it until we were getting married that so many people get married that day. <laughs> Or like the days surrounding it. I was very annoyed because I wanted, I actually wanted to have like a a unique day to us, but it is the most non, uh, unoriginal, non-unique day for a wedding that ever existed. Anyway, so that's our our wedding date. And uh, so that summer I was contracted to work in Oshawa, which is east of Toronto, so Nick was working, doing his surveying job in Thunder Bay and Kenora, Nipigon area, and I was contracted to work in Oshawa. So I, they paid for our flights down here. Uh, I came down to Oshawa in the spring. Prior to that, so I'm thinking now timeline again, it would have been like March, April-ish. Um, I realized, I knew by then basically that I was going to be going down south to work, so I needed to find a dress. And there was a point in time when we first got engaged when I actually started looking at buying like a proper dress. Hang on one sec. I'm going to actually finish my coffee now. (laughs) So I was trying to figure out what I was going to do about the dress because that's one thing. The only thing really that I ever envisioned for my wedding one day was to wear a beautiful dress. Um, other than that, I have no details in my mind of what I would, what would have wanted my wedding to look like, which is part of the problem. Anyway, so I kind of had to reconcile that because, again, not having any money, I did go to a place called Heirlooms in Dundas, which I always, always, always loved. When I was little, we used to drive down King Street, Dundas, and we'd drive by the Heirlooms, and I would just, like, moon over the dresses. So my mom took me there when I was first engaged, the first, <laughs> the first, first time, um, and I tried on dresses and stuff, but looking at the cost of those dresses and I was like, oh, that is painful. And I just don't, I didn't find anything that I found really flattering. I was like, I'm not sure that I'm going to look right in a wedding dress. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so yeah, April, March or April of that spring of 2013, I started looking for like a retail dress. I remembered that my older sister had gotten married when she was like 20 or something like that. And she had bought a dress at Reedman's and it wasn't a full like white gown, but it was, it was white and it had these beautiful lilac flowers that sort of, um, started at the bodice kind of like scattered. And then it got more and more dense, uh, foliage as the dress got lower to the ground and it was really beautiful. So I thought, okay, I could probably do something like that. Probably get a dress at a retail store. But holy shit, I mean, finding a white dress for some reason in Thunder Bay at that time of year was impossible. I went to so many stores and I honestly couldn't even find a single dress that I could wear. Like there's nothing in white. And then, so I was going to the Intercity Mall (laughs) because that's this big shopping place in Thunder Bay. Um, So then I went to Le Chateau and... 
it was like I walked into my dream shop for dresses because it was wall-to-wall white dresses. And I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to find something, it's going to be here. And I really did want to find something before um, I left to go to work because I knew I wouldn't have the time or the energy, and I, and I just wanted it done by the time I left. So I did. I tried on a bunch of different white dresses, and there were a few really cute ones. And Nick was with me, and he had a minor interest in it. <laughs> and um, so I tried on a few, and then I kind of said to him, okay, it's between these two. And he picked the one that he thought was nicest, and ultimately I agree with him. He like The dress was actually really beautiful. Um, it was, it's like, I still have it somewhere maybe my mom has it (laughs) anyway um is white and it's kind of I don't know what the what the term is for it it's not lace but it's like a textured fabric um through the the bodice the top and the skirt the very very top is like a um what do you call it a tool kind of material I'll have to post a picture of it when I post the the episode maybe I'll I'll make that part of the backdrop um, and it came in at the waist and then it kind of just slightly A-lined out and it came down to the knee and, and it had a little keyhole opening at the back. It was, it was a really beautiful, elegant dress and I got it on sale for like 130 bucks and I'm real proud of that because <laughs> I don't know how many women have had weddings where they've been able to find a dress that actually kind of looks like a modern style wedding dress for $130. So cheers to that. I'm moving on to water now. (laughs) So got the dress. Um, I remember being panicked because I didn't want it to get wrecked or like anything to happen to it. So I had it in one of those, you know, those fancy bags you put clothes in um, to fly. And then I didn't want to lose it. So I took it on the plane with me as carry-on, and then I had to, like, hang it up in this special closet at the front of the plane and stuff to make sure nothing happened to it. And then it just lived in my closet in my hotel room for the following weeks until we got married. Um, And Nick, you know, he had to buy a suit and whatever. So I, I also think that we did that before we left or before I left the city. Um, he went to Moore's or whatever and just kind of got fitted and stuff. So that's like his official suit now. It's <laughs> his wedding suit. He wears it for everything, um, which is totally fine. So he got a really nice, like beautiful, dark, dark blue sort of pinstripe suit and a nice white colored shirt. And so that was that. Then I was in Oshawa. And again, we, we, we booked to stay at the Sheraton And the weekend came of the wedding, and uh, he traveled down to Hamilton. I took a day or two off. Actually, okay, sorry, let's back up just for a sec. Uh, So again, I'm in Oshawa. I like we didn't do any of the traditional stuff pre-wedding. We didn't have any parties. I think. No, we didn't even have an engagement party. Like, we didn't do any of the things. I didn't have a registry. I didn't do... Literally, I didn't do any of it. The only thing that I kind of semi-did was a bachelorette party, which my friends threw for me at a Wild Wings in Oshawa. (laughs) And it was me and a few of my guy colleagues and one or two of the girl colleagues that I was working with and they made me a paper crown 
and we ate wings and drank beer, and it was just delightful. So that's the closest I got to, like, celebrating my wedding before it happened. Um, and, and technically, I don't even think it falls under the category of a bachelorette because there was more guys there than girls, and they were not strippers. But anyway, it was fun. So then after that, I guess, like, it must have been a day or a day or two after that, I got on the train. I went into Hamilton on the GO train, met Nick at the train station, um, and... Uh, yeah, and then we went to the Sheridan, and we had booked the Sheridan for the night before the wedding and then the night of the wedding. So we stayed together. So this was the first time we had seen each other in, like, probably six weeks. Um, stayed overnight at the Sheridan there. And now I'm trying to think, again, some of the, like, I don't remember the, the real nitty-gritty details, but during that time there, I think it must have been the day before the wedding, um, I had worked at Miller's Shoes in downtown Hamilton, which was, so we were on the sh at the Sheridan on King Street, and James Street is the next block going north. Um, King Street runs east-west, James Street runs north-south. So <clears throat> just the next block to the east is James Street. So we went down James Street to Miller's, and we each got a pair of like very fancy shoes. Um, I got a pair of Stuart Weitzman shoes that were like a little peep toe, and I loved them because they were a white base, and then they had bright, beautiful yellow trim, a beautiful stiletto yellow heel, and then all of these little um, like flowers printed on it. And so it was just in, in different colors. It was like pinks and purples and blues and stuff and green. And I just thought they were so beautiful for like a summery, bright colored wedding, right? Just, uh, just a whole host of colors anyway. So that was my pop of real color um, for all of my stuff. My mom made me a bit of jewelry to wear. So I had like a hair pin that had these um, green little crystals on it and stuff like that. Um, and my girlfriend Louise came in from Toronto and she brought our wedding bands with her and she had to bring, um, some of her adjusting tools and stuff because they didn't fit quite right, particularly because of the heat. Our hands are really swollen. Mine, especially because I was working outside all the time when I'm working outside my, in the summertime, my hands get quite swollen. Anyway, so she had to have, um, her ring. Oh crap. What's it called? There's a term for it. Anyway. Uh, it's a tool, a ring sizer, where basically it's like a metal rod and it go gets um, thicker and thicker, thicker and thicker as it goes down in order to sort of resize a ring to make it bigger. And then her uh, little mallet. And so there's like pictures of her on her wedding day sitting on our hotel room floor, like banging the rings on the mallet with the mallet and stuff on the ring sizer um, to get them to the right size, which I, I don't know. I find some things like that just to be so comical. Um, and... So yeah, we got our fancy shoes. I had my girlfriend there. She was my, my maid of honor. Um, and Wakamon was taking photos. Although I gotta say, I've never gotten those photos. <laughs> he had his camera and he took photos, but I've never seen them. Um, I did. We did hire uh, a photographer, my good friend Brienne. Um, her and her sister Brittany are two artists that I went to school with. We went. Nick and I both went to high school with them. They are twins, and they started their own sort of business together. So, I hired Brienne as the photographer, and I hired Brittany to do my makeup. And so they were both wonderful. I had my 
my long, long, long time hairdresser. Um, I went into Waterdown and had her do my hair. And um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So so the shoes, I was going to say about the shoes, they sort of ended up dictating the colors that I went for with my uh, bouquet of flowers because, again, very non-traditional. I didn't order anything in advance. I actually, when I went to get my hair done, I went into Sobeys after and grabbed a couple of bouquets of flowers and... Um, we separated the different colors out that I wanted to take as my bouquet, and then Louise um, tied them together for me in a bouquet. And she also, we, I think we made one for me and one for her. So my bouquet had pink, and, or sorry, had blue and yellow flowers in it, and hers, I believe, had blue, blue and pink, something like that. They're just roses that have been, I think they had been dyed. They might have been naturally that color, those colors, but I think they were dyed. Um, and just very simple, you know, like maybe five or six roses or whatever cut and then, and then in these bouquets. So I didn't, again, like do anything real serious. Um, so that, so again, the shoes kind of guided me in how I was going to pick out the colors of the flowers and what that was going to look like. Um, which was obviously, of course, very last minute seeing as I bought the shoes the day before the wedding. Um, and there was something else I was thinking about that I wanted to mention, and I can't remember what it was now. I'll have to try to come back to it later if I think of it. So we planned everything so that we would only have to walk. And, okay, so like I said, like the hotel, oh, yeah, the hotel was in a mall. <laughs> it's in Jackson Square. And so, again, just illustrating just how non-traditional this wedding was um, in the morning of the wedding. And maybe this is not actually that uncommon because it, it's related to the guys. Basically, uh, Louise and Wakamon arrived at whatever time, probably around 10 o'clock in the morning, 11 o'clock. And Nick and Walk just went and watched a movie because Jackson Square has a movie theater in it. And so I was getting my hair and makeup done and things were going along, but they had nothing to do. So they went to see, I think, World War Z together. <laughs> it was like a fantastic pre-wedding zombie movie, you know. Um, so I just thought that was funny and whatever. And uh, Nick's sister, Jody had a good friend, Aaron, who... Um, was in hospitality, so she was actually like one of the managers, I think, at the Sheridan when we were when we were staying there. And she said to me too, she's like, "You are the most calm bride, like the most chill bride I've ever worked with." And I was like, "That's because I'm not actually having a wedding. <laughs> like, so little of this is planned. The only thing that really had to be planned in advance was booking a hotel room, which is." not an unusual thing to do, um, and making sure that our, our officiant knew where to meet us to have the ceremony at, a, like, a public park, um, but otherwise virtually everything. Oh, and, and we did book a restaurant. We booked a room um, at a restaurant called Shakespeare's, which is on Main Street, several blocks east of the, the park, and so that was part of that whole plan of, like, we can walk from the Sheridan Hotel to the park and from there, we were able to walk down to the restaurant to have dinner. And we took pictures along the way and stuff. So again, I'll, I'll include some photos from the wedding when I, when I post um, about it in the, on the Instagram account. I might put them on the blog, but 
that's a lot of work. <laughs> At least for me, it feels like a lot of work. So we'll see. Um, yeah. So the only problem with that was that uh, Nick's grandparents were there. Like we, so we had ultimately invited. Um, so, so I was just going to finish that thought. Nick's grandparents weren't able to walk. His nanny, especially, uh, she was full on in a walker by then, so they drove. But And I think my grandparents drove. But basically, so we ultimately at the wedding, we had um, me and him, obviously. Nick's dad was his best man. And so his mom and his dad were there. His two sisters also were there. And both of them, yeah. So Jackie brought her ex-boyfriend, Ben, and Jody brought her ex-boyfriend, um, TJ, which I remember her telling me later on that one of the reasons that she broke up with him was because she she told him well in advance that he needed time off work or he needed to, like, book off to come to our wedding and stuff. And she was really excited about it. And then he kind of just, like, didn't do it appropriately. And so he was only really there for, like, a little bit. He was only there for, I think, a bit of the dinner. And then he was, so anyway, she was upset with him about that, which is fine. Um, so I thought it was funny. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> praying at the worst in people. Um, so yeah, Jody, TJ, Jackie, Ben, uh, Nick's parents, my mom, my stepdad came with his then fiance, now wife. Um, our grandparents, both of us, our grandparents were there. Like my, my nanny and papa, Nick's nanny and papa, his nana. I'm trying to think of, well, and then obviously Louise and Wakamon, but I think that was it. That was all, well, and so we tried to invite, oh, my, my brother was there. My brother and his, and his fiance now wife um, were there as well. Uh, but my two sisters weren't able to make it. My older sister, however, was driving for HSR at the time and she did drive by the wedding while it was happening. And so I was able to like wave at her <laughs> while she was driving the bus, which again, like it's just weird things like that. It just I make that the day actually special for me, despite the fact that it was so non-traditional. So, uh, yeah. So we walked down to the park. Um, people, realized pretty quickly like people around us realized what was happening because we were walking I had my dress on and a shawl and stuff and I looked really put together and then we had a photographer and then Louise and Wakamon were with, with us and they were dressed up so people figured out pretty quickly that we were getting married um, so when we were doing our walk down to the park and stuff people were honking and saying congratulations but I was honestly I don't know why I was like really nervous or something and I didn't even really notice people saying anything I didn't like, it didn't occur to me that people were talking to me. <laughs> I think I thought I was more inconspicuous than I really was. So <clears throat> at one point, somebody mentioned it to me that people were, like, yelling out congratulations and honking. And I was like, oh, oh, they're talking. What? Me? Oh, thank you. You know, it was very weird. Um, so we walked over to the park. And uh, this is probably my favorite part of the entire day. Um when we got there, again, June 22nd, pretty hot. Um, we were getting married at this fountain at the park. And um, this woman, who was quite large, she was sitting with her feet in the fountain when we got there. And we had a few minutes to kind of wait for everyone to get there and just convene and make sure that we had everything we needed and everything was hunky-dory. Um, so we waited around for a bit and so progressively, she got further and further into the fountain. And then eventually, she was full on wading in it. She was swimming around, like, just 
just enjoying herself. And I was like, that's fine. Except that now we're ready to do this thing. And, you know, I don't want this person swimming on the fountain behind me while I get married. So I had to go over and ask her and be like, I'm sorry to bug you. I know it's really hot and I understand that you're trying to cool off, but I'm about to get married in front of this fountain. Do you think that you could get out? (laughs) And she was like, oh yeah, oh my gosh, congratulations. That's so exciting. I'm so happy for you. (laughs) No problem. And she like got out and I was like, oh thank God. I was so worried that it was going to go sideways and she was going to get mad at me. (laughs) But she did. She got out and then she just like wandered around the park after that, which was fine. So no people waiting in the fountain in the photos. That was nice. Um, And so, I mean, I love, I love our wedding photos from that ceremony and everything. It's just so beautiful. The fountain was the perfect backdrop and, um, you know, it just, it turned out so beautifully. I was really, really happy, particularly because we didn't have to have a permit or pay (laughs) to be there. So for a free venue, I feel like that was really great. Very solid. So we did that. Uh, We had some photos with family and again, because of like the nature of what we were doing, there's these also fairly comical photos of Nick and I signing our marriage certificates or whatever on each other's backs because we didn't have a table or anything there that we could sign it. So it's just him and I, you know, signing away on, on each other's backs, which is like, I don't know, I think it's kind of cute, um, you know, already leaning on each other <laughs> first day. And uh, yeah, so we did that pictures with family. We walked down, like I said, we were doing photos along the way. So I have these really great photos of different locations along King Street. On our walk down to the restaurant, we went and had dinner at Shakespeare's. It was great. I remember the waiter being kind of snarky, but I feel like that was the vibe that he was supposed to be offering was like, this is a really fancy establishment. And you, because, oh yeah, I remember one particular thing where, um, he was, I think he was picking up my plate or something. And I went to like grab it and hand it to him. Oh no, it's the waiter. So this was like the, I think he's called a maitre d', right? The guy who's like in charge of all the wait staff. And so the waiter came to grab my plate and the maitre d' was like, no, you must let him pick it up for you. And, but in like, again, a snarky way. And I was like, oh, okay, well then I guess you can do that. So fine. Um, so anyway, that was like the only like weird thing that happened that in that instance. Um, fortunately, Nick's parents, that was their gift to us was to pay for dinner. So we uh, skirted that cost because I, you know how I mentioned at the beginning, you know, we realized that like just, just eloping was also going to cost us money. So we were trying to balance out, okay, let's do the thing, have a proper wedding, but not break the bank on it. Um, so, you know, again, we bought uh, the dress. I paid for a photographer and a makeup artist. Those were probably the most expensive things. The shoes probably came in second for most expensive. And then, of course, we we did sort of have a room upgrade. So we stayed in a slightly more upscale room than we might have if we were just sleeping overnight somewhere. Um, so I think ultimately the whole thing cost us like a couple grand, which again, for a wedding is really minimal. So I was really happy about that. Um, yeah. And so we had this nice dinner and then we went back to the hotel room, um, and we attempted to have like an after party thing at the hotel. They had this common space that you could hang out in, but they kicked us out (laughs) 
which I was not happy about because I was like, come on, man. It's my wedding day. I should be able to do whatever the heck I want. And they said no. So we went back to our room, and we were drinking in there for a long time. And then I just remember, like, uh, my brother left, and then Jody left, and Jackie and Ben and Laura. Oh, maybe Laura was there, too. I I feel like I don't even remember now if she was there. Holy crap. Sorry, Laura. Um, Anyway few of them hung out and just got really, really, really plastered. Um, and then in the end, Ben, I can just remember him throwing Jackie over his shoulder and be like, okay, see you later. <laughs> like taking her out of there eventually. Um, and yeah. And then we were too tired to do anything else. And we just passed out in our, in our bed and fell asleep for the night. And then the next day we got up and, and, uh, just packed it up. And that was it. That was the end of it. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of a lot of specialness there for what it was. Um, and so now, like, we have this monument, a literal monument to our marriage. So when we've gone and after the after I was pregnant with with Emmeline, um, I went and did pregnancy photos with Brian again. Um, some of them uh, like in her studio or whatever, but we went back and did photos at the fountain. And I really wanted to do that with Bobby too, but we ended up like with his pregnancy, but we ended up not doing it. I'm super hopeful that this summer we can go down there and take some family photos because we live in the city now and we live quite close to that fountain. And it does mean a lot to me that that it's just this this landmark, this thing that's always there to remind me of this one beautiful day, which I think, I don't know, this is one of the one of the main reasons why I advocate for this kind of uh, wedding, right? In particular, going to like a public park and stuff, because you can revisit it forever. I mean, sure, it's going to change over the years and stuff, but, but it's virtually going to stay the same. And so again, it's always this reminder. When I went back to work at Miller's again last fall, or, oh, <laughs> did that thing where I referred to last year as if the, as if the last 12 months wasn't total chaos. Um, two years ago, when I went back to go work at Miller's, I would, I would ride my bike or walk down to work and I would walk past it all the time. And it just filled me with so much happiness and joy every time I got to walk by it. It's just, again, like this, this beautiful testament to this day that we had together, um, where it set us up to, go on with the rest of our lives which incidentally so like I said we got up after the day day after our wedding and I think we were only like we went back to his parents place we might have stayed there for a few days but then like he went back to Thunder Bay and I went back to Oshawa to go to work like we didn't see each other again until the end of the summer (laughs) it's such a strange thing um to like not see your your new spouse but anyway so I have become a very strong advocate for small weddings, for not breaking the bank on stuff and just going easy on it because it was so much fun. And again, there were so many moments where things were special and memorable and it didn't detract from the day at all that we didn't have a huge cake and we didn't have, you know, these beautiful bouquets everywhere. Like, again, we were at this park and because of the time of year that it, that we were getting married in, there were already these beautiful planters everywhere with filled with, with, with colorful flowers and stuff. So, like, 
paying to have somebody bring other flowers in that fit a particular aesthetic of color or whatever wouldn't have made sense. Um, and so, so we kind of leaned on those those things that were pre-existing and more quote-unquote natural um, to kind of set the tone for this this day. And the day was about us getting married and having fun and enjoying each other and not about stressing and making sure that everything lined up perfectly or that things, you know, got be, were executed at X point in time and, um, you know, dealing with catering and all that stuff. Like none of those things were a concern. And again, at the end of the day, it cost us very little to do this. Um, and so I feel like, you know, going this route and, and it's not, there's no real, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like roadmap to it. You can kind of take parts of it that you like and leave parts that you don't. And I guess that's more so what I'm, what I'm advocating for is, is you don't have to do the whole huge shebang, right? You can pick and choose what elements you really want to invest your time and your money and your energy into and leave the things that don't make you bring you happiness and make you feel like this should be a really big part of your day. I've thought a lot about the fact that I never bought or even rented a beautiful dress for that day. Again, I think the dress that I ultimately was married in was beautiful and I and I'm happy with it. But sometimes I think like, you know, it would have been that much more special if I just like bit the bullet and got a really really beautiful dress. Because that's kind of the one opportunity in your life when you can, where you're permitted to like wear something particularly um, outlandish, I'm going to say, <laughs> you know, something that you don't wear most other times in your life. So I've thought about actually even doing a second wedding, having like a, a 10 years, you know, uh, anniversary ceremony and, and getting a, and investing in a better dress for that. So I might do that in the future. But um, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, I would, I would not honestly change anything about it. I think we did everything perfectly. I think everything was executed perfectly. And, and again, we invested in the things that we really cared about, like photography. We really wanted to make sure that we had some quality, memorable photos from that day. And we invested in a couple of good pairs of shoes, which Nick wears those shoes all the time and his suit too. I don't wear the shoes because uh, they're not comfortable. Well, they're not super uncomfortable, but they're not great <laughs> comfort-wise. And I don't want to wreck them. I really love them. They're quite beautiful, and but they would get wrecked pretty easily because they're a white base. Um, and I don't know. So again, I, I am very, very strongly, I advocate for simplicity. Um it was obviously chaotic in certain elements, like not being together right before we got married um, and not being together right after we got married <laughs> and just like trying to make sure that certain elements were in place, like the dress or whatever. But overall, it was super simple and very stress-free. And I think, I don't know, I wouldn't trade all the stress for any of the beauty of a wedding. I wouldn't have ever, ever been able to afford a wedding planner. So the stress of doing it all would have fallen on me and it would have probably, we wouldn't have made it to the altar had I tried to undertake that. I would have failed and be like, never mind. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, which, and so, I don't know, I find it funny because like, 
I'm not even sure how I feel about the institution of marriage totally. Um, I don't think that it's really essential or necessary even in and of itself. Uh, so that's probably also part of the reason why I didn't care so much about having a huge wedding. Um, we primarily got married because we knew we wanted to have kids and we knew that our families would not love it if we did that without being married. So that was the primary reason why we, we decided to even get married at all. Um, but even now in the last few years, things have really shifted and there are lots of people, lots of couples that are just going out and getting pregnant before they're married and it's like not a big deal. So I think that's great. I think, you know, that's that, that's fine because I, I don't think that everyone needs to be married. I think this is an antiquated um, institution anyway. But that's a different story for another day. <laughs> and this has gone on quite long. So if you've stuck it out, well, kudos. And uh, I hope that the story has been enjoyable for you. I don't know. I sometimes question how well I tell stories. So if it's um, something that you've enjoyed, you know, let me know. Um, I would love it if you could review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or even just a rating would help. Um, it will help to, to boost her up and get some more listeners. Um, yeah, again, I hope you've enjoyed this one and thank you for being here. Look forward to talking about some serious stuff again next week. Okay. Thank you. And I will see you in the next one. <laughs>